Hey, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. In this episode, we interview Charles McFall, the rock god of podcasting. He's a wonderful guest. We actually talked for over four hours. So we'll be chopping up his episode into at least three different parts. We're going to have a ton of extra content. So we're going to be putting that up on Patreon. So if you'd like to keep supporting us, of course, we'll always have these episodes, but we'll have all the unfiltered, unedited, uncensored content up on there. So I hope you enjoy this first of three episodes with Charles. So uh, my name is Sean. My name is TC. And this is Wasted Knowledge. And what's the synopsis, TC? What is this show about? This is the uh, show where we basically imagine we're at a bar, somebody's next to us, we turn and say, what do you do? And the conversation that ensues afterwards. Right. And so it's that show, except instead of two drunk randos, you have two bartenders that are randos. <laughs> For now. Have and faith in us. There's some shit on my finger. Oh, Sharpie. <laughs> uh, so so uh, we have our guest, uh, Charles McFall. Yes. Rock out of podcasting. You said, you know, the rock out of the podcasting, rock out of right? Podcasting. Um, and we met because of Dragon Con, and I was like, "Dude, yeah. you, should, you should come on this the show yeah. where we drink and talk about what we do." Uh, you said drink, I'm like, "I'm there." Right, and you said you're into single mart. Mart, fuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that in there, but uh, <laughs> since you like single malts, uh, I went and instead of buying any of the ones that I was familiar with, I got Glen Moray Speyside Single Malt Scotch, 15 year old. Nice. And um, we're going to see how this tastes. So, do you like yours neat on a rock? Rock, yeah, yeah. No, on, on a big ass rock? I would DC. I like dilution over time. Heard. Yes. Because um, you can drink more and not get. Was, has anybody lost their shit on the show? Like, not, not yet. Not alcohol? Not yet. Not uh, yet. Challenge accepted. Uh, we did have a pet that um, I, I, I know from, from many years and. They, to not gender specify, <laughs> uh, they were here till about 4 a.m. Wow. And, they, I mean, they didn't lose their shit, but they... They were definitely... Got, they got their shit going. Beyond, yeah. If you want to try a little bit of a neat, I always like to, yeah. like to taste a little bit before I, uh, before I go whole hog. Mm, smells good. TC, because I'm a good host. This looks like the right color for Mixed Matchable Work, too. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Those little bastards is oh, yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> it's vitamins. Uh, do you want a cube or a square? Or not a cube. <laughs> sphere. You want a cube or a cube? Uh, you a want a cube or a sphere? Right. And so I think these glasses are a little... Yeah. Perfect. That's just about right. A little perfect. Right. Well, so I, there was one set of glasses I had. The cube wouldn't, wouldn't sit all the way down. So the whiskey would sit on top. And then about 10 minutes into drinking, you hear just a clinch. Uh, <laughs> oh man! I should have run this underwater. <laughs> so I think I'm, I'm totally gonna expound on your show at some point and take it to a cigar show. I love this idea. You mm. sit around. What are you talking about? Yeah. But I want you know cigars and scotch and a table and you know. That sounds brilliant. As long as you yeah. have us on. Yeah. No, it'd be your show, be yeah. your show part two. Yeah, yeah. We do the show professionally. I produce the show out of it. There we go. That's what I do. Do you see my, my balls are stuck? <laughs> <laughs> They're ice cold, too, sir. I I thought they would uh, they would mellow a little bit and like be ready to come out. So, all right, let's use the... Uh, let's use the, the other thing. <laughs> I didn't think they would say so cold. This, is, this, this cooler is older than I am. 
And so my godparents gave it to me. <laughs> and when I when I got their eagle vision, and fuck, in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. This is sounding more and more like a goddamn game. <laughs> my, once my godparents discovered me in the mountains, when they died, I inherited their eagle vision powers, and I could freeze Wait, shit out of ice. Did did you did you ever? So the eagle vision was essentially just a Dodge Intrepid made by Eagle, who went out of business. Uh, so about three or four years after Eagle went out of business, I was a junior in high school. Okay. And they're like, "Hey, dude, do you want our old car?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, I guess. Like, how how much do you want for it? Like a, a dollar." You just have to come up here and get it. Their trade in would have been so crappy for it. So I flew up my best friend and myself, and that was our spring break, was driving it from Pennsylvania down to Arizona. The that long was, way, through Georgia. Diamond Star Motors. That was the same thing as a Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Eclipse. I may have gotten a little bit of a head start <laughs> back then. It's got a lot of caramel. There you go. Like I'm... It doesn't burn. That's all of it. Yeah. Yes, there's a little burn, but I mean, I've, I've drank some no, cheap ass delicious. before. This is delicious. No, I'm this, not a big this, fan this of. Is not, this, yeah. is, this is not a cheap super peat. Oh, you know, it's a it's a lower alcohol than what I expected yeah. too. It's forty percent. Like a lot of the ones I was looking at, I'm like that's sixty. That might be a little hot, but it's gonna be a long night. Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife did tell me that she was gonna. Uh, text me at some point. Basically, that's my call to come home. <laughs> I, so <laughs> so normally we have a phones off policy. Uh, so mine's actually in airplane mode. Just just throwing that yeah. out there. Uh, only because of the interference occasionally. But yeah, honestly, like if we said. if we get a text message interference, that'll be the least amount of technical difficulties we've ever. So had. am I the first in the new setup here? The the three mm-hmm. mic. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I appreciate. Yes, that. technically it's. Well, you are six the... mic. Well, yeah, yeah. You're you got at the backup. That capsule. And... And... Nice. Where you are the the rock god of podcasts. Fuck yeah, man! Right? So we got to we had to roll out all the stops. <laughs> we got good scotch. I dig it. We got so for everyone else, nuts. If we haven't given away already, what do you do? Oh yeah, yeah, just, yeah. What do you? Do? I fucking dominate the internet, man. <laughs> yes. I rule the world. That's what I do. That's it's <laughs> the world just doesn't know it yet. Um, God, man, I do a bunch of everything. So I, mainly, it's, it's online media, it's podcasting. Uh, I've been doing podcasting since 2004. Found out I started about a month after Brian Ibbett in Coverville. Uh, so when I got on, um, there's a site called Podcast Alley and Podcast Pickle. And I just started searching for podcasts. And of course, Coverville being one of the first constant doing shows, consistent shows, it was ranked number one in music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll try that and started listening. And, and uh, Dave Jackson and, and Adam Curry and all those, I was listening to them. Um, and very quickly, I got the bug. I said, this is it, man. This is what I want to do. And this is, when you go, I do a podcast. What the fuck are you talking about, man? And radios, actually, oddly enough, I got into it because the radio station, 99X. Yeah. I forget you guys are local. Uh, so 99X was doing, Eric um, uh, Hesser does his own talk show now, but it was uh, regular guys. Regular guys, yeah. And then they got fired, and they brought in some other jackass crew, and they were doing some stupid kid skit. I forget what it is. But I was on their website because I was always working at the fire department. And, and we had nothing better to do. It's like, well, I want to hear the morning show. I'm not up. I don't even drive. I'd walk to work to where I was. And, and I went like, download the podcast. Really, it was just an MP3 of that segment. And it was the worst, shittiest segment they had. So I hated it. But I was like, what is a podcast? And I started searching. And that's when I found Carvel. I found a show called Two Guys, One Brain, which was two jailers out of Washington state 
and uh, actually they're out of Vancouver is what is listed. So I thought I'm gonna listen to a Canadian jailer show. How mm-hmm. awesome is that? Turned out they're in Washington State, and that sucked. Uh, but <laughs> I started producing segments and, and doing things, and just really got fired up and and been doing it ever since. So done two networks, one failed. Was well, not a failure if you you learn from it, but. Um, fuck. Yes, that's, that's the fair. way you do it. I totally forgot when you asked, what do you do? I was trying to bring up your mom. And I totally <laughs> fucked that up. But my bad. <laughs> He's laughing, John's not laughing, but uh, okay. uh, <laughs> I like, I, I don't know if she'd be flattered or not. Yeah. Like, hi, mom. I, right. She doesn't listen. I, don't even I more appreciate the, the reach back. Like, damn it, that's what I was supposed to that's say. That's what I was supposed to say. Who doesn't appreciate the reach back? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Still with it. Nice. Uh, so let's see, 2004. Uh, I I just know, so like I went from thinking I would be an actor to like, oh, we'll study voiceover in theater. And I loved radio dramas, but I'm like, well, that's a dead art, but it was fun. And I thought video games, that's where that's where you can go if you have voice and you have acting chops. And then I got distracted by bartending for a long time. <laughs> like intentionally? Uh, no, I mean, like I, I tried to. Most people, like, it's like when the bartender to get to acting. It sounds like you were doing something that distracted me. I, I got really distracted by the craft. You got one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got bartending one flies. is a craft for sure. And I, and I loved it. I loved the fact that I could work on a skill. I had my own stage, a captive audience that wasn't going to leave without paying me. Um, and like I learned audio because I was told that all the designers in theater get paid before the actors. I was like, all right, well, I want to get paid. Right. Um, but bartending was really good money too. And I kind of got to, to be, you know, a schmooze and a, a ham all night. Yeah, it was a lot of work outside of that. But yeah. it was cool, like, making things and watching people enjoy them. And I, I think I'd heard a podcast maybe when I was still in college. So 2004, I would have been a junior studying theater. And uh, But I, I did not think that it was anything. Like, yeah, I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. The internet's doing Actually, things. then it wasn't anything. It was a bunch of nerds sitting at their kitchen table same bullshit. <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention. That's what, so I, what, four or five, maybe six years ago, uh, I went to a con in, like, by my house in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and they were doing a voiceover workshop. I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to do voiceover. Let's go check it out and see what I've been missing. And they're like, well, this is for beginners. You have a degree. I'm like, yeah, but I'm rusty. <laughs> and, and I had a great time. Like, I was doing, like, like they were doing, kind of, like, teaching, like, a, a lip smack and, and, and like how to do voiceover for anime and I was like oh this is fun and there's a girl there who's sorry lady uh, <laughs> whom I've worked with for many years since and it was like oh do you want to be on my podcast and I was like what does that mean <laughs> and she's telling me like oh you're doing a radio drama she was she was but it's you know she's calling it a podcast like well okay so it's a pod drama or podcast drama yeah. uh, and it's like oh, we're gonna do superheroes we're gonna do the young Avengers I'm like who are they and like, all right, so I had to go like read a couple seasons of comic books, and she's like, "I want to cast yeah. you as Tommy Shepard." And like, I'm, I'm 29. You want me to play a 19 year old? Fuck yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, because <laughs> because you can't see any of this. Right. Like, yes. And then I was like, "Oh my god, podcasts are cool because I could actually go do that thing that I had originally fallen in love with, which was like drama and actually doing that kind of stuff." And then TC was like, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast where we're bartenders interviewing people?" Yeah, that's what we do anyway. That's what yeah. you do at a bar. <laughs> we just wanted to record it and record some of the stories we hear. Yeah. Some of the crazy things. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, and yeah. it's fun talking to people. Like, it's kind of outside of the craft of making cocktails. That's the other part of our job. Yeah. Just chatting. We're being conversationalists. 
I didn't that's know was practice. a skill. That I didn't even really know that was practice. a skill until like someone was mentioning it. God, yeah. That's what I do at cons. Oh. Like that's what I, I just go talk to people. I'm like sure, being able to, to keep the conversation going. Like the, yeah. and it is a skill. You don't even know it's a skill until you have somebody on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> who, who can't can't, yeah. and you're just like, so anyway. <laughs> Yeah. How's the weather? And it's like, no, that you can't do that. You have right. to be. Able so to... I put some peanut butter on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> That'll always get the conversation going. Turns out cats don't like peanut butter, and I was sure that a lot. Yeah, you know, um, I grew up a preacher's kid, and was in front of people a lot, and just never thought twice about it. It's just the thing that I do, and I met a, uh, uh, one of my first business partners, Armand Mont. And he was he does the Tortuga Twins. If you ever go to the yeah. Renaissance Festival, I love the Tortuga he's, Twins. He's uh, Raphael Tortuga. Yeah. And so I was doing the first podcast. What? Just... No, no, no. You do that. I'll I'll, I'll branch in with my I, I, experience with that. Oh yeah, that name dropped like a motherfucker. But yeah, this is nobody knows it. But if you unless you live here, yeah. then you know these names. Yeah. I, I used to work at yeah. the Ren Fair in Arizona. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they did that one too. I think they they did do that one because uh, the the third Tortuga Twin, uh, Ron. Yeah, Ron uh, Dated a friend of mine for a while. Yeah, because <laughs> then he got married, and his wife looked exactly like her if she were. Like, I've heard he had a type. Yeah. Twenty years, yeah, yeah, it was really goofy. So hi, Ali. Um, <laughs> so so our more Ricky, our more uh The first podcast I did was called "Pulling My Pod," and it was very much a master mental masturbation joke, you know. And, and it was morning zoo crew this and that, but I, I thought they're hilarious. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get you to do a shout out. So I did a shout out for a show, and then I took a hiatus for a little while. Um, and when I came back and wanted to, I was doing bear crawling. And it was all about what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. This and that. So I'm going to interview you. And I started talking to him. And we did an interview. And then a year later, we did another interview. And then Rick said, well, you know, is that live? I had like an H2 or whatever. So is that live? I said, no, this is recording. And, and then he, he wanted to learn to podcast. So ultimately, we started doing some podcast stuff together. And um, he wanted to go do, oh, it was called... It ended up becoming New Media Expo, but it was called something, Blog World? Blog World is what it was before it became New Media mm. Expo. Because it was Blog World and New Media Expo, and then they dropped the blog part because that went... Because yeah. that was going that, south. That peaked very fast. <laughs> yeah. away. I mean, when HuffPo came around, that was the end of blogs, more or less. Viable blogs. Because, I mean, if you were good, you got picked up, and then other newspapers started picking you up and using you as a contract writer. Mm. And if you sucked, nobody gave a shit. So... Uh, which is different in podcasting for now, you know, and we've been finding the whole don't get assimilated by radio and TV stuff. But um, anyway, he wanted to do the first, it was, it was in New York in the summer and then it was going to be in Vegas in the winter. And he's like, oh, I just heard Dave Jackson say they still needed people. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking week out. It's a week out. There's no way they're going to bring us in to speak. No way. So we'll reach out. So I went to their site, found somebody and reached out to them. I was like, yeah, no, we're, we're good on people, but Vegas is coming in six months. And why don't you guys come to that? Um, we still didn't speak. We ended up buying our own tickets. I, I don't know why we thought it was a great idea. But we did. <laughs> and we went there. And then, you know, I'm introducing people. It's the first time I've been anything like that. I, being that I was at essentially the beginning of podcasting. So when it started, the first two shows I listened to was Coverville, which sounded like a professional show. I mean, Brian was born to do that. And uh, then this Two Guys, One Brain show, which they had enough sense early on to buy decent microphones and decent you know, it wasn't a great recording stuff, but it sounded like radio. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember there were, I didn't even realize there were 17 episodes in or whatever. I would have picked up on numbers. I just started listening. And so I sent in my jailer story because I was working EMS and fire. And Reminded me, I should sent, check. Sent in 
my uh, jailer story, and they read it. I'm like, oh my god, this is my name. Just so I'm thinking it's just two very professional sounding podcasts. Uh, I love that you're checking it, but the fucking controls are ten feet that way. So you can't like adjust suddenly. Oh, you'd be like, shut the fuck up for a second. Stop your story. Um, let me. So, I mean, come on, I can mix this with two other, two other recordings yeah, if I yeah. have to. I, I enter. Has that overlap? I, I am. I my my partners will tell you I am the asshole that calls out everything, you know. And I roll with all the mistakes. My branding's a fuck up shit. You know, I don't remember names. I say things wrong, like in a, a mis, you know, mispronounce or whatever. And I don't care. I just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you this: early days of podcasting, everybody had to be radio. Oh, what? What can you say? What you can't? What can't you say? What? And they wouldn't say the real names. They wouldn't say their work. I'm like, I can't do that. When I started bear crawling, it was. I'll come back to the the Ricky story in a second. Um, but uh, I started a morning zoo crew that pulled my pod show, and it, it was funny, but it just wasn't me. I didn't know called what I believe. Which was this panel thing about challenging thought processes and like what is racism, what is profiling, what is it? And it was all right, it was cool, but it still wasn't fully what I wanted to do. And so when I started bear crawling, it was really just me and a wall. And I knew I felt alone, but statistically I couldn't be alone. So I was like, I gotta just save my shit. And again, nobody was was either either it was like fifth graders who was like fuck chick damn all the time, or they just wouldn't. They, they were trying to be NPR and this, and they wouldn't say mm-hmm. their real names and like. No, here's my name, here's my address, I don't give a fuck. You want to come find my house in the middle of nowhere, more power to you. And of course, nobody ever did it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so, I mean, there's so many things that I feel like I pioneered, but we'll talk about that later. I like to brag on myself, that's fine. Um, so I knew everybody. The whole point is I had interacted with Dave Jackson and all these people who are speakers at this conference now, but we all kind of come up together and interacted and whatever. So I'm introducing everybody. So he's like, oh, my God, you know everybody. It's like, I've introduced you to three people. But, okay, I know everybody, sure. <laughs> uh, it was fun. But then the next year we went back. And then getting back to our talking about conversationalists. And he's on stage. But for him, for whatever reason, and he's talked about this. We did a show called Success Freaks for a couple of years. So he's talked about this publicly. But for whatever reason, that, that stage thing is a whole different thing, for whatever reason, in his mind, mm. than speaking in public, than doing a live podcast in front of people. I don't see a difference. I mean, it's all water to me. You know, I don't, I don't get it. But that's him. So I'm just thinking, I'm just doing my thing. And so we go to the, uh, the podcast awards. And that was the year Lee Laporte hosted. He's a dick, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but he hosted, and there's a small room and this and that and the other. And then they have a party afterwards. And we go to the party, and they got a bunch of tables. And everybody just kind of, it's like high school. Everybody just kind of sits at tables. So I Flicking go. Up. Get food, sit down at a table, talk to a few people. All right, cool, go get some more food, sit at a different table. And later, he's sitting there with a friend of ours, and he said both of them apparently, even though they both strike me as very strong, outgoing people, they were, they never moved from their table. They sat with the same people they knew and sat at the table. Maybe met one or two people. But they like, the story tells me later, it's like, man, we just watched you bounce from table to table to table. I was like, what else are you going to do? I mean, why would you just sit on your, I mean, this is a whole, the whole con is about networking. Period. You know, so, yeah, until you reach out, until you find somebody who can't carry a conversation or do what you do, you don't realize how good you are at what you do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, it's, I don't even think that I'm the greatest conversationalist, but when you have, like I said, when you have people around you who don't have any idea what to do, it's, it hurts. It's, it's brutal. I went to uh, Toastmasters for a while. Oh, yeah? To get better oh, wow. at public speaking. Yeah. And 
you know, the first speech you have to do is a, a icebreaker. And the most difficult thing about for me for an icebreaker is to keep it at two and a half minutes. That's your max. Mm. It's like one and a half is good, two is perfect, two and 30 is you got to stop. And I get there, I mean, I found a few bullet points. That's all I ever do for show notes. I mean, you've got a whole goddamn list of paper that we're going to mm. get through. Oh, no, that's actually, I, I get Tired weird there, mail. That one. Oh, yeah. They're well, bullet points. You wanted questions. So, good. Good. I mean, the first, yeah, well, uh, we'll get to, we, we'll get to that, too. I love questions. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, a bullet point, just to, to riff. Yeah. And, you know, I did my thing, and everybody's just staring at me. I'm like, why, like, why are you even here? And I was like, because this is just the beginning, because I need to get off my crutches. I need to learn how to own a stage and this and the other. And I, I mean, like six months, I went through the first ten speeches, and I was like, okay, I'm out. Because I knew that I wasn't going to go anywhere there, but I'd learn stuff. But it, it, it's, I don't, it, that turned me off, honestly, when they go, what are you doing here? Well, like, you told, that's what made me think of it. You're talking about being in that, that voiceover thing. Yeah. Well, you got a degree. Well, fuck, now I don't want to be here. Right. I mean, I was going to be here and be awesome. We could have co-created together, but now you guys are like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. It's like. I just want some right. practice, yeah. man. Yeah. And you can always, there's always something to learn from everybody. Yeah, if they're willing, if they're willing to have share the experience yeah. with you, it might Even be small, if, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I love the nights when I lost because uh, Toastmasters does a, a hot topic kind of thing, and you get a little ribbon for winning. You know, I love the nights that I lost because people rose up and, and did good work, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna tank it. I am, I am. Well, I was about. To, I don't know why it popped in my head because I say wrong shit. But like, I am the Michael Vick is speaking. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's. No, that's, that's, not, gonna, that's not a good. That's record. gonna dog you for the rest yeah. of your life, man. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know. He was at Monday Night Football last night. Michael Vick, man, he was an amazing quarterback. He associated with the wrong fucking people and let them do shit in his literal backyard. But I, I don't know if he was directly involved or not, honestly. But I mean, it was, it was in your backyard. It kind of seems like it. I I am of the... Well, what is your... Did your wife know what we say down here? Yeah. Just... yeah. Okay. No, I, I mean, I think so. I am of the unpopular I, opinion. I, I pretend that she does, at least. Yeah. I'm of the unpopular opinion in my crowd that uh, I'm cool with Michael Vick. And I am like an avid dog That's weird. lover. Yeah. Yeah. I like Sean, Sean like bans me from talking about my dogs. Because um, I'll just end up talking about dogs for yeah. 10, 15, 20 minutes. And he's yeah. like, yeah. all right, I mean, next. Um, <laughs> we can make it awkward. I can start talking about my cats and yeah, my yeah, hamster. Yeah. But, uh, no, no. That's... <laughs> I saw a meme that said, from uh, uh, Family Feud, name something a doctor removes from a body, and the woman said hamsters. That's amazing. It's like, well, okay. Tiddlywinks. Lemmywinks. Lemmywinks, not tiddlywinks. Lemmywinks. Yep. That's, gosh. You must find the potato fish, or you will surely die. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done actual video game voiceover? Uh, when you say actual, like, am I in a video game? Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> Was it like indie? Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, uh, did, did people play it, and it's a real fucking game. Not a lot. Some people played it. <laughs> go, 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 Lego. I was uh, a narrator, so it was like a children's. Okay. Um, it was a children's game where there was like kind of these storybook cutscenes, and there was a narrator, right. and this little like Lego is like a little primate. Uh, so I actually did the, his voices, which were just like little like uh, chuffs and utterances. <laughs> and it's uh, him climbing a tree. So it's almost like an endless runner, except there are actually stages. I gotcha. Okay. So he's running up a tree, getting fruits, spitting seeds and insects, and then finding friends and family cool. in the trees in South Africa. You didn't voice anything for your 
Okay. Uh, for Steam a lot, actually, I did the the advertising for it. Okay. Uh, and then for the one that you recorded for, right. I still have to. I just haven't yet because it's not out what's yet. The, what's the the project you get the biggest payday on? That I've had the biggest payday. See, on? I'm always fascinated by people who do what they love for a living, and that's a, it. Seems like that's what you do. Um, sort of. <laughs> so besides, I mean, because obviously this podcast is fun. Right, money and someday. At some point, you can make money. This, but you, but yeah. you go to cons, and and you know, we'll so, see into that. So, you, know, <laughs> you, you, you show up on our voiceover panels, and you were you were on the panel this year, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I stopped it with big big hitters. You know, that was heavy. That was make, awesome. Did you make friends? Did you make connections? I did. Um, um, was it was it's Tara Sands, David Sobolov. Tara, Tara, and I only talked about alcohol. Um, so. So I, no I think business, I think I think, we're, I think we're booze buddies. Um, Kurt apparently really hit it off with it. Kurt uh, Booten, he's uh, he's my co-host on FDH Beyond. Bigger guy, bigger, he's the moderator. Who dogs like? I mean, he's got that yeah. sexy boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, that's <laughs> a <turn laughs> Sorry, Kurt. Um, yeah. Well, the day he dropped the name, he's like, uh, I forget what the project was. Something coming up, and and he goes, Yeah, Tara says they're just looking for. Blah blah blah, and, and all the rest of our hosts were, yeah, name dropper, blah blah blah. <laughs> so, but you know, I yeah. was hoping that you would get opportunities and connections. And... Yeah, uh, David, uh, he and I traded, traded info uh, partly because uh, I can't remember if it was on the panel or right afterwards, but uh, he, when he studied theater, he actually studied under Sanford Meisner. Okay, uh, so Meisner was this huge practitioner of method acting, and so it's in the U.S., like under his tutelage, he had like the Meisner technique. So the one of the guys that I trained with in my college was also one of his students, and I remember looking at David going, "He's like, yeah, I'm a lot older than I look." I'm like, well, "You have to be," because my instructor who was with him was is now in his mid to late sixties. So David he, looks like he's forty. Yeah, and I mean he and he he's he's probably is. Uh, David has to be around that zone because yeah. Same with actually the David that I studied under. Um, but it was it was I had a had a nice time just talking to him about theater and, and method acting. Um, it's a style of acting that you, it's still taught, but it's it's incredibly brutal, uh, like emotionally, sometimes physically. It's not supposed to be, but sure. it can be. It's like one of these like boot camp kind of things. We'll break you down and make you into an actor, kind of. It's a little abusive. Sure. Um, but yeah, so 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 we had fun uh, chatting with, and I I can't remember. I want to call him Kellen, but that's because I'm just yes. Dumb. But I the, think that is his name. He came oh, with it? David. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Little side note, he wasn't supposed to be on that panel. <laughs> like, I had to bump, um, that was a different panel that they correct. No, it was that panel. Basically, we had to squeeze everybody in. I was like, all right, we got an extra body here that was supposed to, all right. We'll Apparently, he gave good advice, and I don't know, Kevin. He was, he was sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was nice talking to him. He was just a very open, nice cool. person, which, uh. And that room, that room locked out, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. It filled out, yeah. Yeah, it was packed. I assumed yeah. it was because of Tara and David. But. Probably. No, it's a strong <laughs> I, You know, actually, I, I got a couple people grabbing me Shut for photos afterwards. I was like, hey, do yeah. you want, can you take a photo with me? Fuck yeah, I can. Yeah. This is this is the right amount of fame. I Two still people. haven't gotten that yet, asshole. So, you know, that's that's a bucket list thing. It's like, hey, <laughs> can you take a photograph with me? It's always, hey, can you hold this phone, take this photograph with this other person you're on the panel with? Fuck you, yes. I, can do that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I was walking around IndieCade. Uh, just not indicate um, Gen Con, uh, and there's tall dude walking down the alleyway. It was like down at the end of the vendors alley, kind of where all the like independent stuff is. This guy grabs me and goes, 
how do I know you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you watch a lot of mob porn? Uh, yeah, I'm like, did you ever listen to Young Avengers Live? Uh, Waste of Knowledge wasn't out yet. I'm like, ah, I've made some videos. Did they hear you talk? Or it has to be your yeah. face, right? Well, or... it was, uh, so like, cause the, so the video games I worked on, like, so I co-own the studio that I used to make games for. So I still make Risen games Phoenix. for Risen Phoenix. Wow. I did my research. So he actually bought... Send your goddamn signature. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah well, I am no, wait, chief, I'm just that fucking I am the awesome. chief, yeah. chief, chief, chief operating officer over in Phoenix, uh, for coo. better or worse. The coo cuckoo. Uh, no, so the guy had bought our game like two years before that. Nice. And so I was at our, in our booth just schlepping and doing explanations. He's like, ah, I bought that game. We got to take a picture together. I'm like, yeah. That was the one time at that conference where someone's like, let's What was the game? It was called Steam-A-Lot, uh, and it was a turn-based tactics game. It was basically if you smushed Magic the Gathering and Final Fantasy Tactics together. All right. All so right. it was deck-building, and then it went into a tactics game where you got your assets dealt out into a hand. I loved it, and it was... Well, you made it, so I imagine yeah. you would love it. Oh, we're doing it again. So this time we're doing it with voice voice acting, which is TC's... <laughs> is it Steam-A-Lot more? No, so, <laughs> so Steam-A-Lot was like 16-bit. It was kind of it was like Steampunk Camelot in okay. that style. Ah, um, Steam a lot. a lot, yeah. Okay. But since we released on Steam, one of our big complaints was, "Oh, you're just you're just trying to do this to get Steam like likes or like up visuals because you have Steam <laughs> in the name." Like, Steam did not give a shit. We, yeah, no, like they they're they're cool with it, and we didn't even think of that. We just thought we like puns, yeah, and wordplay. If you really want up buzz, you call it boob a lot, and then you know people will take a look at it. It'd be hot to fool oh, boyfriend a lot. I went through that Steam. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Someone knows. I went to the Steam queue the other day, like that they generate for you, <coughs> and for some reason there were like three of those uh, girlfriend simulator games mm. in there. I'm like, what? Who's been on, who's been on my Steam account? <laughs> Steam. So are you my, married, TC? <laughs> I am married. My my account's full of just Portal and. All the there's only a such vanilla stuff. There's only a couple portal. How is it full of there's two well, portal? I was gonna say portal. I was gonna keep going, but just the vanilla huh. portal, portal and Half Life, and yeah. I just got all the cyan games. Still like, holding mist remastered and everything. Yeah, portal was a shit, man. It's portal good. two was awesome. Oh, dude. portal two. I, that's I just I actually just replayed both of them. Yeah. I I never played. The actual story of Portal 2. I only did the co-op mode. Nice. The story. The story is hilarious because that general's voiceover. <laughs> yes, the general's voice yes. is like recording. A, oh, he goes psycho. <laughs> the first you get it. It's hilarious, man. And it was. Is I love Portal One. We get, wife and I got Portal Two. She's like, let's do co-op mode. Play through it. And it was amazing. You know what? It was really you good. Get your wife. At any point, not your specific, but any wife that says, let's play, whatever you say, yeah, man, whatever let's you say. do it. I'll, let's, we're on it. I play so much goddamn Yoshi yarn, it's not <laughs> even funny because that's what my wife wants to play. I'm on it. <laughs> and she's a goddamn completist, but she's not good enough to complete the game. <laughs> because in co-op modes, it's, it's harder. And she's like, I want to finish that game. Like, baby, it's so goddamn hard. I mean, we're at the end, but it's like so hard to, to finish it in no, co-op mode. She but. finished... Uh... What was the last uh, Legend of Zelda? Um, Sky, uh, uh, the, the, the Breath of Switch the Wild. One, Breath or? of the Wild, yeah. yeah. She completed, like, completed it. Nice. Be like, hey, did you play it? I'm like, no, I just watched. I just watched her play it. I'm good. Yeah. Did you ever just I don't want to play it now. Did you ever just irritate her? You play like a girl. 
God. What does that even mean? No. I don't know. No, I don't do that. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. Uh, man, I, I, um, if you know me, you know I'm not sexist or anything like that. But every once in a while, especially friends around, I'll throw out some sexist comments at my wife just to get a reaction out of her. And it depends. It's it's fun. I have to go a little like more in depth than that, or like something with a little more depth to the to the insult. Besides, like you play like a girl. I, like unless she's playing something like. Well, it's just confusing, right? Because what does that even mean? That means nothing. And then especially coming from somebody who loves you, didn't talk like that. It's like it just right. throws them off your game for a second. Well, so like uh, like having made like, games, and worked on games. Thank you. <laughs> yes. He's offering us snacks, by the way. Uh, and I brought snacks, and now I feel like a douche because I didn't have to. This is the first time I got snacks. Anyway. No, it's smart because if we don't eat while we're drinking. The show gets sloppy really fast. I've 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 seen some shit. <laughs> I bet seen, you have. We've <laughs> seen some shit. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> eat some of these nuts. Yeah, again, and it's like, out of context. Because you're chewing right now, and it's like not that noisy. Like I wanted to get like I saw like some like buffalo wing. Lay's, Lay's potato chips, like oh yeah, those are so oh, delicious. I was literally just the but, entire interview, just yeah, yeah. slow yeah. chomp with every... a mic <laughs> ten inches and away I'll be honest, from your I mouth. I hate eating on the microphone. I hate hearing it. I try to kind of lean towards the sound wall a little bit, uh, but that's the reality here, right? If we're drinking, mm-hmm. we gotta pace it so yeah. we can get the stories out. That's where, like, I mean, we've got the scotch, but like, we got mixers, get Gatorade in there. It's a yeah, real bar. Electrolytes. I put, I now that's not why I bought it. I bought it just to give me something else because I'm a drinker. If there's some, even if it's empty glass, you'll see me grab it and look at it and put it down. Yeah. Type of deal. So I grabbed something that wasn't alcohol to help with that. To cut that. Yeah, yeah. It's just a habit. Okay. That's that's one of the dangers of drinking for me is that I'm the same way except, and I drink a lot and I drink fast. Yes. So I mean, if it's water, we've or, built, we've killed half a bottle of scotch a bar already. already. Yeah. If it's water or <laughs> sweet tea, like. I'm going to kill it, but if it's yes. also a beer or a glass of scotch, exactly, same thing. So I need to switch them out every once That's in a while. That's why I have to put ice in it, right, to water it down a little bit. And actually, when I do my shows live, I have a big insulated cup, and I'll put in, you know, two fingers of scotch, and then I'll pour Dr. Pepper in on it because I heard of scotch and soda. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to try to mix this. And we're like, oh, my God, you're a heathen. It's like, do you want me something? We call it drunk uncle, right? And I'll, I'll get to the point where I'll just start saying shit. And I know it irritates my co-hosts and this and that and the other. And I do it intentionally, but like, do you really want me to get sloppy? Because that's not pretty, no matter who does it. You know? mm. Mm. Tell a story. Tell no, a no, story. No, like, Heidi. No, no. Heidi was still pretty and sloppy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And she yeah. got sloppy drunk? Well, so she doesn't, and I didn't quite realize it until we started the podcast. So she's, she was not a heavy drinker. And she's like, yeah, normally I have one or two. Just for alcoholic content purposes of roughly how much does she weigh? I I mean well, I would I would guess average I would get bill. no I mean she was probably five six five yeah, five she probably but she was like probably like one hundred and fifteen oh yeah, yeah. see that now yeah. I ask because you know you yeah. both know as bartenders yeah, yeah. Uh, that small body mass weight it ain't gonna take a whole lot to get you off your center and I that mean, and that podcast in particular we were doing shots and drinking and, 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 and they were drinking beforehand I don't do shots because uh, so Heidi's a hairstylist so she was doing a, my wife's wig for Dragon Con. So, like, they had been up there, like, have gone for, like, two Which, bottles of champagne. By the way, you didn't bring her down to the podcast track. You must be ashamed of her. I'm just saying. She, uh, what was she, well, she, she was there with my daughter. So, my daughter's two. 
And it was all ages until now. No, no, no. It was just keeping keeping her like. No, yeah, I got four kids. Yeah, yeah we talked about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, keeping keeping yeah. kids like entertained, entertained, and, yeah. and not like blah. What is this? I, a panel? I can't say anything because my wife has seen me in action maybe one time. Mm-hmm. Maybe my kids have seen me do my thing more than my wife has. So, yeah, I mean, it's the thing. We've got two older ones, two younger ones. Yeah, they even come to Dragon Con this year because normally I commute, which is a bitch from outside the perimeter into yeah, the yeah. con. But being directed this year, I had a hotel room. It's like, yeah, there's just no way to drop off a kid and pick him up easily because, yeah, you know, how crazy it gets downtown. Um, I really love for her to watch me do what she watch my Instagram videos sometimes hmm. and then mock them. She's hilarious. If you want to hear her, check out uh, mashuppodcast.com. I've done about 50 episodes of mashup shows. We're talking about mashup music. We play it and this mm-hmm. and that and the other. And she just busts my balls the whole time. I love it. I love her every second. Nice. That's what my wife, I've, I want my wife to come on the show at some I've point I've been trying to, trying to get her to come and, on. And she's she's fantastic. She would be the same way. She absolutely loves what I that we're doing this. She's super excited about That's it. That's awesome. But she also picks out every single thing I say. And just throws it back in my face later, or and just laughs about it. But she's oddly shy when it comes to this. Like she doesn't. I haven't been able to get her on the show yet. She's like no. She came in. She came in one night and sat and watched us. And when we uh, actually interviewed uh, someone. <laughs> someone? No. <laughs> It's so was it someone named Pat or no? It was the Somalier Juan. Oh 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 oh. Samuan. Oh, oh. Okay, honestly, I forgot when she came over. I'm like, she yeah, was here. No, that was Juan. She always comes to pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> no, she drank with us. I will say kudos, you guys, for making sure that your guests get home safely. Oh yeah. Because you're drinking. I mean, the first thing you say is like scotch or drinking. I'm like, yeah. They're like, and I usually make sure there's a lift so you can get home. Like, Perfect, because that's that's smart. That's, eventually, I'd like to get a sponsorship from Lyft. <laughs> they're so hard. I they are. Uber. Yeah. I just tried to get a code for Dragon Con to hand out cards. Hey, get your rides home after your party tonight. And they're like, <laughs> things like Fuck not you. two years ago, they were all over that. They were. And they were like, oh they my were. god, someone used our service. Oh wait, Uber sucks. They're racist. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Lyft. Uber's making a turnaround. I still. Yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I would. I would. I would. I. I would take money from Uber. I'm not going to lie. I would take a sponsorship from Victory Cab or Yellow yeah. Cab. Uh, yeah. I'd Maybe take get a yourself back on it. <laughs> yes. Fucking wild turkey. I don't know. <laughs> I've never had Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog, I don't know if I've ever had, but Wild Turkey Rare Bird is pretty good. I've had a lot of Schlitz, not a lot of Mad Dog. Uh, right. I have not drank a whole lot more. I went to I went to a... You say you haven't drank a whole lot in your life? I started drinking. That's... I drank a little bit this of This is awkward. <laughs> But I started drinking for real at like 30 ish. It was after I was married. Oh, I didn't understand that. I had friends that, that really drank. I came from a churchy background and right. it was shit. But, but marriage turned around. I did not smoke for my you. first joint until I was, went to a bachelor party and I was 28, 29. <laughs> it was hmm. so funny. So I went down there to my buddy's bachelor party and we all get in the limo and they had this. They call it goat's milk. It was this great watermelon Kool-Aid alcohol drink. I don't know. The two bartenders here are giving me eyeballs. It was white trash <laughs> rednecks. Yes, I, I love them. It was oh, okay. an igloo with watermelon Kool-Aid and I don't know what alcohols, but it was 
fucking good. Sounds like Hunch Punch. Uh, but so, yeah. I've never heard it called goat's milk. I, I'm enjoying it because it's a regional difference. It's, so it's what we would call jungle juice. All right. All right. Racist? <laughs> <laughs> I think <he> loved that. <laughs> I didn't even know that was racist. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I found a good comedy yeah. beat. It's just a random thought. The word and you got to do it with the upbeat. Racist, <laughs> and it is just yeah. But I stole that from Lee Brown of uh, Dirty Boxers podcast. I was going to say uh, uh, the church lady, Satan. <laughs> yeah, which you know, he might have got. I don't know, but he did. A, he did a fun. God, he did a fun. Po- he might still do it. Uh, a podcast called Dirty Boxers in England. I worked with Adam Curry for about two years on the Adam Curry Global Network. And I was hired as. Well, hired being a loose term, uh, I was his uh, A&R guy. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get paid. I mean, the whole goal was to build it up to get paid. Because, be honest, Adam Curry does not give two shits about podcasting. Community. He loves that he can do what he wanted. It was the only reason he created podcasting. He wanted to get away from the Overlord radio guys, mm-hmm. do what he does, and find a way to support it. And he invented the phrase value for value, right? Um, we took it up. And, holy shit, we can do so much more with this. He was like, okay, cool. All he ever wanted to do is what he's doing with no agenda. Mm-hmm. Is just talk about what he wants to talk about and get paid for it. That's all he ever wanted to do. But at one point, he, he had some people around him who wanted to build a network. And it was going to be no agenda global radio. And so I was working with him. And one of the shows on it was Dirty Boxers. And Lee Brown, he's so funny because he does Air Bunnies, but he's English. And I don't know why in America, if you do Air Bunnies in an English accent, it's fucking hilarious. You yeah. know? And he would say, he would just randomly just be racist. And it was funny. He's what it taught me that coming up with better words instead of straight cussing, it's funnier. Yeah. And it actually toned me down because I used to be very aggressive. And, and one of my taglines was uh, brutal honesty, human connection with uh, brutal honesty and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I learned from him to, to, tone it down i met adam once at an award show actually in vegas i'm like hey man i did your a r for like two years he goes, oh yeah that's you and that was the end of that conversation <laughs> hey adam's a cool guy but you guys gotta understand adam does not give two shits about the podcast community he just wanted to do what he's doing right but he doesn't care that it's grown up to be this massive awesome thing right oh yeah that's you so it's yeah. actually one, one of our. I mean, he gave me the time of day that he wouldn't give me another people the time of day, and, and, but yeah, he gave me the time of day. But um, I mean, Adam's an okay guy. Don't get me wrong. Not, but yeah, not it's great. pretty much. A, I mean, great. it was a very, it was a real. Oh, that's you, not a. Not a oh yeah, blow off. I mean, and we talked about some things that we had discussed that. Oh, okay. He so had to remember from email that you know. Wasn't a complete like. Blow wasn't off. a complete blow off. No. There we go. Um, oh, son of a bitch! You just split one of your I got half a ball. <sighs> on a personal note, there we go. There's my other. We seem like we were going somewhere, and I interrupted with uh, rando. We, 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 got, we went on a couple talks. tangents. Oh, uh, I like the tangents. Though. I've worked right. with like everybody in the podcasting yeah, world. Name dropper. I do. You know what though? Mm, that's right. I, I God damn, I've been behind shit right for too long. Oh. That I, a couple <laughs> years ago, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to talk about the fact that. I know practically everybody who started a podcast. Well, in, in all honesty, like you should. I mean, because one, that's where your experiences come from. Two, these are people of notoriety in the community that, yeah. like, so it gives more. I'm not. I don't want to interrupt you too much. But since since Charles is drinking Dr Pepper, would you like a like a little Coke or something? Uh, Coca Cola. 
Coca-Cola. <laughs> I was about to say. You're all right, Joe. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, the level. No, you said I'm you were a metal. Never so... done hard drugs. Don't I'm ever good. play on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Coca-Cola. I'm going to grab grab a carbonated beverage. But yeah, you should like one. As you are the the rock god of podcast, like you can't hold that name and really give a shit about upsetting other people and it's not like you're saying anything negative about anybody no yeah it's not like you're slandering yeah you're not slandering or anything so why not name it's not name dropping if you're not you're not trying to get anything out of it it, you're just adding a little notoriety to what you're talking about that's not a carbonated oh i see it now it's like, yeah, he brought in Jim Beam. Like, that's not a carbonated <laughs> beverage. Oh, that's not Jim Beam. Oh, no, no, no. That's, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're right. Because Always. It, it, I've not been able to open any doors with the names that I've worked with. And I will absolutely, like, it, when I was applying for guest or pro, pro so at DragonCon, there's a difference between attending pro and guest. And that's money. Hmm. Attending pro gets a badge, and you're awesome. And I think you got last year, but not this year. Did you get last year? Uh, actually, no. Last year, how did I do that last year? Because this year you forgot. Last like, year, I can't help you. Last man. year, I had friends from CNN that got me a badge. Actually. Okay. So I was kind of, I don't know, special, but in a it's, weird it's way. It's still the same thing. Attending pro is a free badge. Hmm. Is what it comes down to. Uh, guest is in. Um, I mean, it's the Patrick Stewart. Let's be real, it's the Patrick Stewart's of the world. It's the mm-hmm. names that will bring people in. So they'll, depending on your level of guesthood, it's they'll pay for your travel, your hotel, uh, maybe a stipend every day. And it's really for the TV people, more yeah. or less. Um, or the big authors or, or whatever. Uh, but every time I apply, I will put it, and it's in my resume. If you go to charlesmcfall.com, do it about, you'll see I've worked with the likes of Jim Brewer. At, yeah. And Adam Curry, and you know, so on and so forth, because that has opened some doors, right? Because it gives you some credibility. You're not just going, I do a podcast, you know. Um, I mean, that's why we started this was yeah. just to go around telling people we do a podcast <laughs> and see if that could. That's uh... the quotable moment that I, you got to do in that voice too. We do a podcast, and that concludes our first episode of the Charles McFall Rock God interview. Uh, Of course, uh, stay tuned. Next week, there'll be another episode up. If you like this episode, please give it a like on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to give us a follow and shout out at Wasted K Podcast on Twitter. You can always find us at wasted-knowledge.blurberry.net. And you can email us at wastedknowledgepodcast at gmail.com if you're interested at coming on. Uh, Because we'd always love to have you. And we love having more interviews with people that want to tell us about what they do. Thank you, and we'll see you next episode.